When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Well, <laughs> no, one saw this, no one saw this come in. This podcast was not planned. It's half seven on a Wednesday evening and Aston Villa have signed Danny Ingsash. Absolutely, totally out of the blue. Not one single person, not one journalist, not one news source or news outlet knew this one was coming. So it's our colleague in Southampton, Tom Leach, as well. We'll get onto that shortly. Not even the Southampton side knew this was happening and we've talked about Villa acting like a big club and, and doing things the right way. This is the epitome of that, isn't it? Selling your best player at the same day you announced Bailey and Danny Ings on the same day. Danny Ings just like just a tweet. Oh, welcome to, welcome to Villa, Danny. And that's it. Just totally out of the blue. Your, your thoughts, mate? Just just speak to me. I was in Aldi when this happened, so I'm, I'm, I'm totally thrown by it. Obviously, I was baffing the bad putting it to bed, bedtime. Going back to the, back to the, cook the dinner downstairs. Lamb kebabs and rice is gonna. <laughs> next thing you know, my phone it's going off. It's just incredible, incredible. Bit of a statement signing, like you say, twenty nine yeah. year old in the in his pump. Do you know what I mean? He's he, he's played so well against Villa recently in recent years, and he's a real sharpshooter. Well, he's in the last two seasons, thirty four goals in sixty seven games. So, yeah, he's a um, yeah goal merchant and. Yeah, three-year deal for him. But um, I like the line about Dean Smith saying he's going to come into the squad with real experience and he's going to bring on the young lads. So I think he's referencing there Louis Barry and Brad Young. I really like that statement. Like you say, huge, bold move. I mean, Villa signing a 29-year-old for a fee believed to be around the £30 million mark. Um, not going to make any money off him now. So it's a, it's a now signing, isn't it? It's a, mm. getting Southampton's main man. Um, just, yeah, bolt out the blue. Didn't see it coming at all. And it just... Yeah, real statement of intent from the owners and just giving Dean Smith the, the firepower again. I think he's going to roll the Watkins, if not go straight into that team. So, yeah, incredible. It's just it's never a dull ride, is it, following the Villa? And this is madness coming out coming out tonight. Straight away, Bosch, Danny Deal done, uh, Danny Ings done. <laughs> yeah, just unreal. I don't know what the feeling is amongst the supporters, but it's one of it should be one of excitement. Same day as yeah. Bailey, spent 60 million quid today. It's just. It's just yeah, unbelievable, Dan. Well, let's 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 move away from Danny Ings specifically. I know this podcast is about him, but we've spent a lot of time talking about the need for a striker. And there was talk of Tammy Abraham and you know, 30, 35 million on him. And is he going to come and sit on the bench at his age when he can do the same on Chelsea? Chelsea's bench or, or go somewhere and start? It's a bit different with Danny Ings' his age, but he's still a starting Premier League striker that we'll expect to get minutes. So I've gone from thinking, oh, we don't need a striker. So all of a sudden you've got Danny Ings to, to chuck into the mix as well. Him and Watkins is a lethal duo, potentially. It's whether they both play at the same time. And, and this is a new system for Villa. And we play 4-2-4. Someone's just put in the comments at 4-4-2. Um, or whether Watkins plays that wide. What, what's your initial thoughts on what Villa might set up like next season? Because we're not going to see much in the severe, severe game. And then it's straight into... First game of the Premier League season. What a Villa plan in here because it's it's life without Jack Grealish and potentially a, a, a move away from four three three as well. Just, yeah, I'm just, just going to take it all in. To be honest, I've had the Grealish debate. It's been a strange day. 
Yeah, as you, well, you started off with that press conference in um in Jamaica in um, yeah. Leon Bailey's dad's shed and sending thirty minutes trying to get Danny Ings in. But <laughs> but yeah, um, I think this sends a shockwave to the squad. I think Toro Mings and, and McGinn are thinking, wow, this Villa are onto something here. Getting him in, um, they played against him and he scored countless goals against them. So in terms of system, I think I think Ings can play on the left, off the left. I think Watkins will play off the left if if needs be. I think they can rival each other for that number nine starting spot. More interestingly, though, I think Wesley Keane and Davies. I think I think you can see them move, both moving on now, mm. uh, potentially. Obviously, Keane and Davies are injured for two months, so that's Cooper's loan deal. Whether Wesley moves on now, and yeah, I think I think Ings goes in there. I think he's backing himself to start. I think I think he's he's been given that that promise. Prove yourself. You're going to start at week in week out. Um, yeah, what a deal for him himself, Danny Ings as well. Do you know what I mean? He wants to get in that England England reckoning again for the World Cup, so he's got that carrot. Mm. Big move for him, don't forget. And um, it's really exciting every time he plays against Villa. I remember his goal um, in December 2019, cutting in top corner. Past <laughs> angles, was it? Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, I mean, signing a player in, in his form, his career at the, at the moment, and yeah, just a real, real statement signing. Statement of intent. Villa aren't mm. here to play games this season. They're there to, to really shake up the order. And um, and yeah, and they're spending the Grealish money as it were quite wisely. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I do yeah, agree. The, 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 the consensus in the comments seems to be that we'll stick with the four-two-three-one slash four-three-three. You know, a, a one-striker approach. But that three behind the striker, or that that one, whoever it is. It's so fluid now compared to what it was exactly. last year. You look at Traore and El Ghaz and you think well, they're out and out wingers. They're, they're not going to drift about too much. I know Traore cuts inside, but when Deer, Bailey and, and Ings slash Watkins, either of those could play that left wing role or right wing role, to be fair. Yeah. That's so fluid. It's so attacking. It makes me feel like we probably need another central midfielder signing, a proper like dedicated holding midfielder that is just going to break things up and let those other guys play. Like the... Premier League equivalent of how we had Yedinak a few years ago to just your job is to sit there on the halfway line break it up and, and give it to the creative guys because those those forward four plus you got McGinn Louise they like to get forward as well you're leaving yourself very open I know our defence was good last year but you've got to expect a, a holding midfielder to go in there now what I thought and we've talked all along haven't we about us oh, links to a winger do we need him links to a centre back do we need him Twanzaibi not even talk about Twanzaibi that happened earlier yeah, like, coming, coming here on loan after signing a Man United deal you think That's he's going happened. to Newcastle and Again, I was starting going. Oh, I don't know if we need Twanzaibi. He comes in as backup essentially, but that's a good squad we're building now. Yeah. Him, him in, in defence as backup. He can play across a right back as well if needed. With Kessler going out on loan the other day, so maybe that means Gilbert's on his way. It's just all go, isn't it, at the moment? And and the best way of bouncing back from the Grealish thing, because let's face it, the club will, will have known this was coming. You know, this hasn't just happened yesterday, is it? Where they go, oh Christ, Jack Grealish is going. What do we do now? Panic stations. They don't complete the Dannings deal since yesterday. This has been in yeah. the works for some time, and no one knew about it, and that really shakes things up for me. I'm, I'm yeah. present, pleasantly surprised, and there'll be a lot of talk about Villa from the mainstream this year. Going, oh, I've lost, I've lost Grealish. They'll be in trouble. I think should, people should be looking at us the other way, thinking they're building a real team unit there now. Yes, they've lost Jack Grealish, but look who they've replaced him with. It's exciting, isn't it? I feel very yeah. upbeat considering we're about to lose our star man for hundred million. Yeah, don't get, it's a big, big money deal, don't get me wrong, for a 29-year-old, but boy, is it a statement signing. I think your Everton's, your Tottenham's, I think the big boys are looking at Villa now going, wow, 
they're making a move. And yeah, yeah that, that, that forward Bailey, Ings, Watkins, pace and power in abundance. It's just centre backs are going to in for a nightmare. There you got Bailey. I mean, Buendia, um teeing him up from, from deep as well. It's just really exciting attacking, attacking Troy. And then that's without Greeley. So, so yeah, um, I'm just blown away by, by, by the deal that they, they pulled off here. Um, so exciting, Bailey, Watkins, and like I've said, uh, yeah, I think I think they're not done yet. I mean, I spoke to I spoke to a player close to close to Grealish on the way to England, Croatia, a few months ago now in the Euros, and he said um, the owner's got a plan without without Jack and with Jack, and um, I think mm. they've, they've triggered this now. Without Jack, we're going yeah, we're spending the money, we're going at it. Um, the project's still on. We're not taking a back foot here. We're gonna put the foot on the accelerator, and we're gonna come at you. Um, such a Big sign in this, you know, and and yeah, um, I just wonder how it all played out. It'd be interesting to know. Um, as you didn't reference buying British this summer, proven Premier League quality, and he's mm. he's got them, he's got the things now in abundance. So, so yeah, I think yeah, really excited about the, the comments are saying, Dan, if they're coming in, but there's loads of people, there's loads of comments. We're almost we're at 998 live viewers at the moment, just hit over a thousand. That's the biggest yeah. live audience we've ever had. And appreciate it. it's a bit of all over the place podcast as it stands. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be here for too long because, like you said, you've got a child to deal with, and it's Wednesday night. Like, that, things are changing, things, things are changing so quickly. We were going to do a proper like, in depth podcast today, but we thought we'll, we'll wait till tomorrow because the Jack thing hasn't officially crossed the line yet. There's a few people in the comments saying, What if he fails a medical? which <laughs> I'd be amazed if that was the case, but you never know. Um, so yeah, it's all a bit of a whirlwind at the moment. In terms of the, the deal and the price, I think in the title I've put thirty million, and I've seen on Sky Sports since that they've said twenty five. It's undisclosed from the club, so I doubt we'll ever truly know the, the actual value. But it seems to be twenty five to thirty, maybe yeah. bonuses and there and add-ons and that kind of thing. What's your your thoughts on that? Because my initial, when I scrolled past it, when I got in from the supermarket. I thought it was like a spam account at first when I was on, on social media. I thought someone had just like changed their profile picture to Villa or whatever and yeah. said, oh, we saw on Danny Ings. And I was like, yeah, I, I right. well. almost scrolled past it. Yeah. Just because it comes so, so left field. If it was Tammy Abraham, I'd have gone, oh, yeah, that's been in the in the works. That's been in the yeah. rumour pages and stuff. But Danny Ings, and we'll talk about Abraham in a sec, totally left field Danny Ings. So I just almost didn't read too much into it until I was like, Christ, we've actually signed Danny Ings. And my initial thought was past the excitement that doesn't seem to fit in with the other business Villa have done in terms of the age and the price for someone of that player that all the deals we've done in the last, I don't know, 18 months or so, but on the large part, I've been like resale value by low and, and think, well, they're young, they can progress with Villa. If they end up becoming well beaters, we'll sell them on for big bucks. Someone like Ezra Conta, sign them for 12, sell them for 50 or whatever it be. You're not going to make any money on Danny Ying, so it is a very much a here and now purchase of here's some big money for a proven goal scorer. Score goals for us now and help us kick on to that next level. And if you do it, you'll be rewarded for that. If you don't, it's a bit of a mess up signing for Villa because they won't be able to set him on for 30 million in, in the future. Yeah. So what's your, your initial thought that it kind of upsets the mould of, of Villa's transfer recruitment, but for the personnel and what he brings on the pitch here and now, that's the price you have to pay, isn't it? Yes. It's been interesting to get Tom on, the, the science reporter, our colleague. Mm. I think I think Villa getting more than the unpitched stuff. I think Smith spoke about it in the statement there. It's a pro, experienced, um, experienced squad member, and I think he brings a, brings that element to a, quite a young Villa team, isn't it, Dan? Um, yeah. He says not much experience there with Heaton, Almo Taylor going. I think Villa are getting a real, real top top professional here, who's going to have a, who's going to have a massive effect on the group. Um, he's going to lift standards. 
Um, he's going to be a massive help for Watkins. Watkins still still a Premier League novice, novice don't forget. I think he's going to bring his game mm. on tenfold. The pair of them will be competing for England to get in the England World Cup squad. That's going to be healthy competition. Yeah. Uh, Louis Barry, he's going to benefit massively from this. Same with Brad Young, working with Ings every day and how he conducts himself around the training field. Because, yeah, um, I think he's going to benefit Villa on and off the field. I really do. I think they need experience in here. Got it, got it with Ashley Young. Martinez, Mings, they're all really top pros. And Ings is another one of them. And you can't, you can't underestimate that, that having that in the camp, mm-hmm. going, going week by week, game by game. Um, and players rely on that. So, yeah, uh, kudos to Villa for pulling this off. I think I'm great to, yeah, like I say, I want to, great to have Tom on, our Saints writer, just to get a bit, a bit more about Ings. But, yeah, getting a player in his pump. Um, got that carrot at the World Cup next season as well. And, yeah, I think... Villa made a statement. I think they're going to go for Europe. They're going to go for Europe. I mean, start of the window just as the season finished. Um, Dean Smith said, "Not going to go too big here." Um, but they've changed tack now massively, haven't they? Um, mm. So that's yeah, smashing transfer records left, right, and centre, and um, I think more businesses to be done. I think Villa are, are seeing this. I think Villa, yeah, um, Gullish is gone, but they're going to reinvest big time and. Um, All's, yeah, all's not lost without, without Grealish now. I think Villa are going off to bigger and better things. I really do. People would have expected Villa to spend some money this year anyway, say 50 million, and people get ahead of themselves thinking, oh, well, they know Grealish is going this summer, so they're spending the money already. And maybe that was the case. Maybe they knew that Jack would move on at some point and they'd get that big payday and they are just reinvesting the money that they, they've recouped for Jack, which, let's face it, from FFP point of view, it's all profit, isn't it? Because he's an academy player. Um whether that's the case or not doesn't matter. People talk about the, the owner's ambition and all that kind of thing. They could just be going, well, it's 100 million for Grealish. We'll pocket 50% of that and, and move on. And, and that'll be, you know, that'll recoup some of the, the money we've put in personally. They spent big money already. That's 30 million on, on Ings, you know, roughly rounded up by add ons and that. 30 million on Ings, Bailey, and Brendia. That's 90 million across three players. And that's the business we said we needed to do last summer if we're to kick on. Rather than spending 70, 80 million on 10 new players and the average is, is you know seven or eight million per player, you've got to go out and spend big on these individuals and, and get them in to improve the, the quality of the squad overall. And like I said before, the mainstream media will probably just instantly write us off because no Jack Grealish will mean you know instant failure for Villa. But I think we'll fly under the radar a little bit. That's the hope and the, the anticipation anyway. And if we have a good start to the season and you know someone like Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins stay fit for the whole season and Brendia and Bailey kick on you know, from minute one, people will start looking at us for the favourites to break into Europe, never mind anything else. Yep. Dave made a good point in the comments. <laughs> really, really good point. When Villa saw in Dublin um, in uh, 98, Dublin was uh, 29 as well. It's very similar. Um, mm. It's got a big money move then as well. So Ings 29 as well, coming to... The club banging form, so yeah, I think real statement. Like I've said, Dan, um, I think there's more to come. I really do off the back of this, and I think two and I be probably probably be the next one. But yeah, huge statement, and we'll see what happens now. What happens with Tammy? Does that rule out a move for him now? This probably is does. the one strike that's on. He probably does. Yeah, I think I can't see Villa spend another 40, 30 million pound on Tammy. Me neither. I think that that's moved on now. I think Ings comes in top pro, willing to knuckle down. But I think Tammy Tammy coming in thinking. He'll, he'll want to play every week, whereas Ings will take sitting on the bench one week just to prove himself. And you know what I mean? I can see that happening. So they've gone with Ings, uh, experience needed there. Hmm. Um, like I said, they're getting, they're getting more uh, uh, off the pitch as well with, with Ings coming in. So, so yeah, um, yeah, just blown away by all to be honest. More to come, and 
<laughs> really exciting. Well, I spoke to, I sent Tom a quick message because I thought he's the best person to ask for Southampton stuff. I said, just wondering if I can grab you for 15 minutes to a Facebook Live. And he replied straight away saying, Southampton are playing right now. Mm. Obviously, I didn't realise this. I won't get a chance. Um, I said, this came from nowhere. And he's like, absolutely nowhere. Southampton were not expecting a bid close to the price that we've offered them. Yeah. So I cheekily asked, what about James Ward Prowse next? (laughs) Why are you speaking to Southampton? Just go back for him as well. And I said, would it be absolutely hands off at all costs? And he says, I don't see how they can survive without him. Mm. Um, it'd be, uh, to be fair, Southampton fans are already a little bit miffed, for want of a better word here, because Danny Wings has talked about Champions League football and they're saying that this is a sideward step at best, if not a backward step to go from Southampton to Villa. Obviously, all the Villa fans watching this will disagree with that. And if there's one club that's going to break into that European elite, it's going to be Villa over Southampton. I'd have thought the way things are going. Whether there's any further movement on the James Ward Prowse. Um, move now, which would be a, a massive statement to go back to Southampton with 50, 60 million for him, whatever they ask for, for that transfer and what he'd bring to our squad and how good that first 11 would be for that. I don't know whether Southampton would sell him now. It feels like the people saying he's not in their squad tonight, but he's, he's struggling with a bit of an injury. That's the only reason. It feels like a very unlikely you go back there and give Southampton another 50 million to get Ward Prowse and they lose him and Ings in the same window to the same club. Yeah, well, you'd say Ings to Villa, £30 million pound on August 4th would be unrealistic, wouldn't you? It's happened. Yeah, true. Um, so, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, this Ings sale has definitely hurt Southampton. Make no mistake about that. They'll be looking over their shoulders and they're thinking, what next for them? They've got to, they've got to reinvest that money. Hmm. Um, like, like Tom said on the text, he said, Southampton didn't expect this at all. It's coming bolt out the blue. Villa made the move and got the man. Um it's very, very aggressive business style. I think Leon Bailey's dad mentioned that in his post, um, press conference, saying he liked the way Villa acted in and out. Want, 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 they want Leon Bailey, they got him. It's yeah, acting like a massive club, isn't it? Coming in for the, the best players, plucking yeah. them. Um, we wouldn't have said this a few years ago, would we? Villa coming I mean, in. This is, this is why I can't be too annoyed at Manchester City for the Grealish team, because we're doing the same thing to other clubs on a lesser scale. We've gone to Norwich and said, here's 30 million for Brundia, we want him. Yep. We might go back for Cantwell and say, let's have him as well. Done the same to Southampton. So it's the food chain of football, isn't it? You've got your little mini league that you're in and ours is mid-table to sixth. You've got to go in and, and get your rivals best players, essentially. Yeah. Um, just on Campwell, that's the other one in the comments that people are asking about. Do you think we'll go for another midfield forward option? Somebody like Campwell is Watkins slash Ings that that left winger now that plays, and the other signing would be a you know a more rigid midfielder rather than a, a Campwell or mm. a Saint Maximan and people like that that the names are going around. It's Do we need another number ten winger? Yeah, it's interesting. Is it you? Look at the squad now. You got obviously you got Watkins, you got Wesley, you got Davies, you got Ings now. You got Algarza, you got Traore, you got Buendia, you got Bailey. It's getting I wouldn't say overcrowded, but there's plenty there now. It's so whether Villa go out and get a, a player who can play number ten as well. A bit of versatility there as well. Buendia can play off the off the right and the left. Bailey the same. So interesting to see which way Villa go down now. Whether they're trying to shore, shore it up in midfield. Um, but yeah. I didn't see this one coming off, Dan, so I don't know what, what what's happening next. I don't know. This came out. Yeah. No one would this one. 
And this is what I like about the way Villa act now rather than I did 10 years ago when we lost Barry and Milne and people like that. And you think, well, that's, that is Villa ruined now for a, a decade of misery that followed. And the biggest, well, it's a breaking transfer record, isn't it, for Jack when he, when he does when it does eventually cross the line. That's a big yep. deal regardless of how, how you want to look at the actual actions that have happened. And Villa have gone, well, we're going to spend 60 million on the same day and That'd still keep pushing. Yeah, yeah, we talk about ambition and they, they are showing ambition. It's now up to those guys to, to gel on the pitch and, and the coaching staff to get the best out of them and, and push on to that next level because the sooner we're in Europe ourselves, the more likely it is we'll hold on to these players in the future. Just yeah. going through that starting eleven quickly, you're looking at Martinez, Cash, Kuntz and Mings, Target as your back five, same as last year, Axel Twanzai being there as, as back up to centre-back and right-back. Uh, Ashley Young back up to left back slash left wing even if we're in a pickle but it doesn't look exactly. like it with the amount of forwards we've got Louise and McGinn as a two as it stands I, I'd have thought slash Sanson depending on how much he's improved Sanson over the summer yeah I forgot about him I just saw his name in the comments um, and then Bailey Brendia what, uh, Ings as a three and Watkins as your number nine slash Watkins on the right and Danny Ings as your number nine that's a very strong start at 11 and like we've been saying all along yes it'd be nice to have Jack Grealish in that system as well but that's a better team than it was than the team we had last year with Grealish in it so oh God, yeah. we'll have improved as a squad and that's that's what Villa needed to get away from anyway and we'll talk about this in our big podcast that we do we don't want to be a one-man team we don't have to be reliant on somebody because if yeah. they get injured it's game over it's, it's all about creating a better team unit and it seems like that's what we're doing the only two I would, I would question in that at 11 I've just read out is McGinn and Louise, whether they can both play sitting in there. Because I think Mings, uh, Mings, McGinn and Louise, I think McGinn is better going forward anyway. I'd like a big, heavy, bruising midfielder in there to, to break things up. But who knows with Villa at this point, it's all guesswork. And we'll just have to wait and see, won't we? We're in for a wild ride in the next 12 days or so. We are, we are. Yeah, I think that, that attacking... Attacking um, department now for Villa's got me really excited. Mm. It, should, it should do as well. It's got it's got defenders, Premier League clubs taking note now. Um, yeah, really excited. And what's next to come? We'll, we'll soon find out. Ten days until the season starts at Watford. Watford, Brentford, Newcastle first three. Good start. You never know. But yeah, um, latest with Grealish as well. Expect a medical tomorrow. Um, mm. with that one, and uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, nothing signed yet with that one. But Medical tomorrow, I'm told, and that deal should be wrapped up end of the week. Um, and so, yeah, interesting now getting Ings in Wesley. What's his future? Yeah, will, will he be loaned out now to get some minutes into him? Um, because obviously he's probably third choice now, isn't he? Davis out injured as well, so I can see Wesley moving on now on a loan deal. So, yeah, um, more outs as well to happen, um, and more ins for sure. Not Ings, Ings. I'm waiting for someone to put Watkins and Ings' his name together and have like Watkins or yep. Mings and Ings as well. There'll be all sorts of puns going on in the headlines this year. Um, we'll call it a day there though for this afternoon, or this evening, sorry, 8 o'clock on a Wednesday. 1,400 people watching across Facebook and YouTube, which is a, a record for people watching live along. So thanks everyone for tuning in. I was up at five doing the body press conference, I'm knackered. <laughs> oh mate, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Um, it's just all going I imagine we'll be in for a busy day tomorrow and the day after yeah, and the yeah. day after and the day after. So I'd get some sleep for you. Um, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, Ash, thanks for jumping on at last minute. I'll have um, a dinner we'll now, yeah? Yeah, we'll try and get a word from Tom Leach at some point as well on what Definitely. Danny Ings offers. I've task James Rushton with doing that for AVFC Extra. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Up the villa. We're going to Europe. Thank you very much. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa. Up the villa.